Cinema. Welcome back to War of Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And you gave me Snatch. I love this fucking movie, dude. <laughs> so why did you give me Snatch? Um, Because I feel like this is Guy Ritchie in his complete bag. Like, this is what started it all for him. Mm-hmm. And me, man, as a fan of his. Um, I don't think that every movie he's ever made is fantastic. I'm not uh, I'm not saying that, but he's still in my top five favorite directors. I think when he's in his wheelhouse is when he's like best to me. He like started British gangster movies mm-hmm. like I don't know. He didn't start them because there's others before this. But yeah, but I feel like his shines the most. Like his, he's Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino and then British gangster, you know, Guy Ritchie. I was just about to say I was thinking about it on the way over here. I don't know if there's anybody that does a better job of making a movie about so many characters better than Guy Ritchie other than maybe Tarantino. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like that that's one of my favorite parts about this movie, the gentleman, you know, rock and roller when he is like really good. Um, you can make a movie about any of the characters in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, and I would watch it. Like, give me a bullet tooth Tony movie. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Give me give me a fucking um Turkish and Tommy movie. Yeah, after like, rewatching this one, I was thinking like how many people have tried to do this since this movie's come out. And nobody does it better than Guy Ritchie. You it's, know? it's it's so simple but so fucking good, dude. Mm-hmm. And like just watching it, like I've seen this movie over probably fifty times. If I'm being honest. Like if I had to put an honest number on it. Yeah. I'd say at least 50 times. I had this movie um, back when my dad had illegal direct TV. I dubbed a tape of Snatch when it came out <laughs> because we could get the pay-per-views, but the cards would freeze. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we'd have to, we'd have to like get what we wanted on VHS or like you weren't getting it. Right. You know, so I would dub tapes of movies on pay-per-view <laughs> and this was one of them that I got and I watched this movie I probably burned that tape up. That's how much I watched that movie. So yeah, it's probably I, over 50 now that I'm thinking about it. Wow. I don't know. I guess I bought it. But in my early 20s, I came across Snatch and I was like, I love this movie. And my dad watched it with me. And I remember like, because I was probably 12 when this came out. Around there, 11, 12. I think it was 2000. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just remember it was like one of the first rated R movies that I remember watching. And like, I understood what they were saying, mm-hmm. but my dad didn't. He was just like, he's like, you think this shit's hilarious? He's like, but you can't understand what the fuck they're saying. But that, then it becomes like a whole thing about uh, Brad Pitt's character that you can't really understand. He's well, not English. He's not Irish. He's just pikey. Because like, <laughs> like they talk like really fast. Like, well, fun fact is uh, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, people complained about not being able to understand them, their accents being so thick. Mm-hmm. So Guy Ritchie leaned into it and made Brad Pitt's character unrecognizable. Un- you know, and that's the hilarious part because he's fucking American. Right. It's so fucking funny. He is like one of the most like uh, like it, he was a big time actor at this point. Like mm-hmm. people probably were like, where the fuck did he show up in this movie for? Yeah, he just wanted to work with Guy Ritchie. And he wanted to work with Guy Ritchie so much that Guy Ritchie had to write this character into this movie just so he could be in it. Well, fuck, he almost steals it. Yeah. Honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my two things. Like, when at first, when you say Snatch, first thing, two things that pop into my head is Jason Statham and Brad Pitt because, right. like, they are the best parts of this movie. Um, I love Bricktop. He's the great villain. Like everyone is I, so great. I, said, I would watch a damn Bricktop movie. Yeah. Like, like before he gets, you know, you know. 
But yeah, anyways, uh, you wanna you wanna like go through a plot of some sort? <laughs> um, I because I could just fanboy about this movie all day. So it follows Jason Statham's character, who's a uh, boxing promoter. Probably one of the greatest little bits to open a movie. He's talking with his boy Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Statham's character is named Turkish, and he's a a, a bare knuckle boxing promoter. Which means like he's like a tough guy, like he takes bets, like he's a bookie, like he's not a bad guy, but like he's a tough dude, you know, mm-hmm. and he hangs out with like some dangerous people. And, but uh, him and his boy Tommy are just chilling. And he's like, I need you to go down to the Pikes and uh, get me a new trailer. Yeah, and new Tommy's caravan. like, T- Tommy's like, what's wrong with this one? <laughs> And Jason Statham rips the fucking door off of it. And he's like, oh, nothing. It's tip top. <laughs> I'm just not sure about the color. <laughs> so many fucking one-liners in oh, this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. And the sausages. Oh, my God. I was just about to say the fucking sausages. Hey, what's up with them sausages, Charlie? Two minutes. <laughs> Four minutes. Tickish. It was three minutes, five minutes ago. <laughs> Four minutes. Tickish. It's very iconic, that line. <sighs> and then you got cut to um I believe it's Benicio del Toro. Yep. And it's a great bit. Johnny Four Fingers give mm-hmm. me a Johnny Four Fingers movie. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I want to see. Him as the gambler. They're dressed as um You know one gag that I noticed this time around that I I did I don't know why I didn't catch before is he's on the phone and He's getting fitted for a suit, but each time it cuts back to him, he has a different suit on. He has a different like get up. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, fucking he's hilarious. A, he's a degenerate gambler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was just really funny. Just like each, literally each time, his clothing is different. Mm. Like it's like a two second cut back, and he's like fully dressed in something else. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even notice that before. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. Oh, dude, like I love this movie. Yeah, I, I used it. to watch it a lot when I was like in my twenties, and I was really into film, and I would rewatch movies over and over. But I haven't seen it in a good ten years, probably. I had to rebuy this not too long ago because, like, this was like one of the first DVDs I had. Yeah, and like it was through my years of just like partying and bull fucking around and shit so like shit got scratched it was well used you yeah know? So, so they just released this earlier this year it's the 4k snatch oh wow so i saw it for like 17 dollars on amazon and you said we're doing it so i was like i'm gonna get it like awesome. you don't see 4ks under like 20 usually and if you do it's good to snatch them up because they're not gonna get cheaper than that that just goes to show how good brad pitt is he like i said he's a side character and they put him fucking front and center yep. on the cover uh I feel like if anybody is the main character of the movie, it's it's Jason Statham and yeah, Tommy. Jason. And like they're they're like, you know, but they're still side characters, really. Like mm-hmm. I said, there's no real lead. It's like an ensemble of yeah. like and that's what's awesome about it because they're all after that one thing, you know, that diamond. Yeah. So they it pushes the movie. And like I said, each scene just kind of has like a memorable little bit back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh I'd say this guy Richie does write some fucking great dialogue. Oh, he's one of the, what's really funny is apparently Guy Ritchie is super dyslexic and before he did Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, he just wanted to be a director. He didn't, had no interest in being a writer, but he couldn't find a script that he wanted to do. Mm. He's like, well, I guess if there's a movie I want to do, I'm going to have to write it myself. So he wrote Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels and they were like, there was so much wrong with this script. So many misspellings, so much grammar shit. But, you know, 
I think he's like he writes great dialogue. He's probably a genius. Like, he he is a genius. When he's in his wheelhouse, he's a genius. He really is. Like I feel like even I mean not all of the stuff that he's went out like i don't think the sherlock Holmes movies are i bad. think he tries to step out of his boundaries right which you know i commend him for i i, I appreciate him trying to do different things but mm. ensemble comedy like gangster is like no one does it really much better than him yeah like this is one of those things it's like only how many gangster movies do you have like laughing parts and it's not cheesy like right right you know what i mean like goodfellas pulls it off casino pulls it off you know but they're like, like little hints of comedy right. it's not yeah, like a comedy movie exactly but like this movie has so much of it mm-hmm. that you're just like you start wondering like fuck am i watching a gangster movie or am i watching a fucking comedy right because i laugh so hard at it's some non-stop of this shit. It no, is, every like, line is a comedic moment it's fucking great man yeah even when uh because the next scene yeah. tommy goes to the pikey's to get a caravan oh my god dude. and he's trying to understand brad pitt and he's like come inside we'll talk about it you like dogs <laughs> and it's just this stupid oh, little bit dogs yeah yeah i like dogs <laughs> you my and that's the thing, like, Guy Ritchie's so good at putting in, like, just little elements of comedy that have nothing to do with the script. It's just a moment for that to be funny. <laughs> it's like six dudes. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like six dudes packed into this tiny, this tiny trailer. Right. And uh, they're just, like, sitting there. Yeah, fuck it. I fight you for it. You're <laughs> <laughs> right there. He should have known something was up. Like, right. Because he brought that big motherfucker with him. He should have just went by himself. Mm-hmm. That's where that's the moral of the story in that scene is uh, don't bring somebody with you because sometimes that sends gorgeous a Gorgeous George. Yeah. <laughs> he put gorgeous George in a bare knuckle boxing match two days before he had a fight. He was a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he was a bare knuckle boxing champion, which means he's as tough as a, as a was it? A, yeah, yeah, a coffin nail. A coffin nail. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the kind of fight it's going to be. <laughs> he did this right after he did seven or uh, not seven um, fight club. Oh, yeah. So he was jacked. already. So he was scared about doing a boxing movie right after doing fight club. But he said, fuck it. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's why he's so fucking jacked in this movie. My face is already fucked up. I like the 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 uh, like tattoos. shitty, shitty tattoos. Yeah. They add to the character a lot. Definitely. Um, yeah. He takes a few. Well, he's like stretching. I love he throws him through a gate and he's like, all right, boys, <laughs> they just pick the gate up and stand it back up. And then old boy goes in for one more hook and then Brad Pitt just catches kisses him. I love it, dude. He kisses the uh, kisses the saint, just mm. bomb, jabbed his ass. Night, night. And then it's, it gets real. Yeah. Because they're just going to kill him both. Yeah, because he's like, if he dies there, there's no point in keeping a witness. So we'll just kill them both and move. And can I just say that Jason Statham, very underrated fucking narrator. He fucking kills it. In oh, this. definitely. hundred percent. He, he yeah. kills it as the narration in this movie. I was going to say, like, he went on a, um, you know, action movie thing. Right. But why didn't he do more comedies? He's a very funny dude. He really delivers lines. I think he's really great. And well. uh, I think he's great. And whatchamacallit, um, Spy, like with Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, I know. But that was the one I wanted you to watch, remember? Oh, Instead right. of The Boss. Yeah. But I fucked up. Um, but yeah, I kind of wish he did more comedies. Like he's a very funny dude. I yeah. know he's worked with um, uh, Guy Ritchie's like past two movies is starring Jason Statham. I don't know how much comedy is in it, but I only did, I thought they only did one. Well, he just came out with another one because I was looking up his filmography, and there's a new Jason Statham Guy Ritchie movie coming out this year. 
Really? Yeah. What's it called? I forgot the name of it. I'll have to look it up. I wonder if it's Wrath of Man 2. No, it's what it looks like, but I don't think it is. But yeah, they still work together, and I'm I'm gonna watch Wrath of Man now. After I, watching I this, to, yeah. and I was looking through Guy Ritchie's I haven't seen Guy Ritchie's filmography, and I'm like, I love when he's doing his own movies, like um, Operation Fortune. But Jason Statham's the lead guy, and it comes out this year. Huh. Aubrey Plaza. Oh, she's in it. Yeah, oh, I like her. Oh well, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, I said, you don't see Wrath of Man out much. At least I haven't seen any. I haven't heard a lot about it. It must have. I didn't think it was that great. Like by the based on the trailer. Trailer, right? Yeah, Yeah, we've talked about it before. Anyway, gentlemen. I mean, not the gentleman. I just saw the gentleman. uh, Oh, that movie. Oh yeah, the gentleman was great. We did that movie. You know what's funny is uh, you gave me the gentleman, and. I've always loved Snatch. I've loved Snatch for as long as I can remember, like, mm. watching it. But for some ungodly reason, I never went back to watch Guy Ritchie movies. Mm. I just kind of left Snatch as its own little thing. But after watching The Gentleman and then going back and then... Or you did Rock and Rolla first. Yeah. And then we did The Gentleman. And then I realized he did Snatch. And then I'm like, I think I really like Guy Ritchie. So I just binge all his movies now. Yeah, dude, you have to. Right. Like... Like I said, he's one of my top five. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I love, like you said, when he's in his zone, he kills it. Yeah. And this movie is great. Um, so they rob that and go there. Um, you're introduced to the, like, I call them the pawn shop gang. Mm-hmm. Like, they run the pawn shop. It's uh, Vinny and um, <laughs> shit. Um, fun fact about those guys. All the little antics that they get into, Guy Ritchie based them off of real failed crimes that happened in real life. <laughs> like oh, whenever yeah. they get trapped in the pawn shop or the uh, the oh, bookie yeah, yeah, house, yeah, yeah. like that actually that. happened to a guy in a bank. <laughs> like he could have just pulled the door open and left, but he didn't know he could. So Vinny and Soul, yeah, which are hilarious. I love those guys. They get the dog. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Where'd you get the dog? Got it for the Pikes." Yes. They always give dogs in their deals. Because <laughs> every time he gets out, he goes right back to him. <laughs> I love the Tyrone bits, too. Whatever. Oh the getaway dra- driver. Tyrone is by far the best. Like, <laughs> just their interaction. Dude, I would love to see. We have to talk about it. When they're, tra- when they're parking outside the bookies, yes. they're, ready to, they're waiting on Johnny Four Fingers. Because uh, Boris the Blade, which we will talk about, I love Boris too. That's why I said every character in this movie is just great. Yeah, I don't every wanna, actor just kills their part. I don't want to like skip over anybody because they all have like one scene that's just pure gold. We can just go through each like character and their things. Like we don't have to go by plot by plot. Cause... Right, Dennis Farina is great in this movie. Uh, I love him as Avi, mm-hmm. Bulletooth Tony, uh, Tony. Uh, what's his real name? I just had that pulled up. <laughs> oh, Benicio's in this. Vinny mm-hmm. Jones, man. Vinny Jones. Bullet Tooth Tony. Alan Ford plays Brick Top. Stephen, Stephen Graham is Tommy. Jason Fleming. Dude, there's so many big so time many actors in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, not all of them were big time at the time. Well, either. a lot of them got their start because of Guy Ritchie and Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. This is basically Lock, Stock, because he said everything that he couldn't fit into the script of Lockstock, he made this movie from. 
He's like, it only took me three months to write this script because I had so much leftover material from Lockstock. Bad Boy Lincoln, you're supposed to be a bad boy yardie. I'll make the bodies. I'll make them disappear. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, you're so, talking about Tyrone and the, oh yeah, Tyrone. So they're getting ready to park, and he's like, he's like, why don't you park over there, Tyrone? He's like, so f- he's like, no, it's no, tight. It's too tight. <laughs> yeah, too tight. You can let a jumbo fucking jet. <laughs> and then he backs up and backs right into a fucking truck. He backs it's into a weird f- angle. <laughs> it was a funny angle. It was behind you, Tyrone. <laughs> when you're in reverse, things come from behind. <laughs> And the dog is like Squeaking He goes Who is this? Who is this man's soul? He's a getaway driver The fuck can he get away from? Because <laughs> this dude is massive He can barely fit in the car When they go and get gas There's like a fucking A full one minute of him Trying to get out of the car And Saul's just looking at him like What the fuck? Eating a bag of chips <laughs> As I said, this movie's fucking hilarious. Jokes for days. He's like, he's like, don't worry about, don't worry about me. Worry about that dog dribbling on my seats. This is a stolen car, Tyrone. (laughs) Well, when I'm driving it, it's mine. (laughs) Worry about that dog dribbling on my seats. (laughs) Fun fact: they had trouble controlling the dog, and it actually like it adds to the scene. Well, they actually attacked the fucking cast members too. Yeah. And it's got that squeaky toy in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you'll be all right? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes and, you know, he knocks the dude out. And he knocks uh, Benicio Del Toro's character out. Mm-hmm. And he goes to take the briefcase and it's attached to his arm. So he's stuffed. Who the fuck is this man, Tyrone? <laughs> it's a man with four fingers in a briefcase. So they take him. I right. love that. That's a great bit. And then later on, you know, mm-hmm. he has another good scene. Uh, I love when it introduces Boris the Blade because he's trying to, Tommy's buying a gun. And uh, Tommy's like not really a tough guy, but like he's trying to be a good uh, right hand to Turkish. So he feels like he needs a gun. <laughs> So he's like, it's a good gun. He's like, it was, it's the weight. It's like, it's very good. I say, you know, it's good. It's with the weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it does not shoot, you can always hit him with it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, did you even fire that thing? So he goes to shoot it out the window. Sneaky <laughs> fucking Russian. <laughs> he goes, who'd you get it from? Boris the Blade. Boris the Blade. This is Boris the Bullet Dodger. Why they call him the Bullet Dodger? <laughs> because he touches bullets at me. <laughs> I was trying to find him, the guy that feeds his victims to the pigs. Oh, that's Bricktop. Bricktop, yes. I love, love, love that character. Yeah, dude. They, uh, I still feel like Hannibal ripped the snatch off in its plot. Yeah. Because this is the first movie I ever heard about somebody feeding somebody to some pigs. Mm-hmm. Fade him to the pigs, arrow. Yeah, this is that. that. This is one of those, like, I don't know how true it is, but everyone says it now. Like, if you want to get rid of a body, you feed it to pigs. It's like common talk. Well, it's, yeah, well, like I said, 
No, it wasn't really talked about, like I said, but this is the first movie, and it's fucking chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, that's when, like, it's one of those scenes with him that it brings you back, like, oh, fuck, this is a gangster movie, too. Yeah, like, um, later in the movie, he breaks down how you have to do it. He's like, you have to chop the body up into seven pieces, yeah. and you need, like, 13 pigs to get rid of the entire body. Don't feed them for a few days, because they'll go through the bones like butter. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You had to starve the pigs for a while. Yeah. They will go through powder. Yeah, that's the thing is it, it gets pretty dark at times. It like doesn't forget it's a gangster movie. It really is, especially when they got Tyrone down in the garbage bags. Yeah. And uh, the other guy too, Lincoln and them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Freddy Four Fingers has a diamond that he's trying to carry to get back to, uh, uh, what's his name? To Avi. Yeah, yeah. Zavi's in New York. Right. And he's like a big time guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Boris knows he has the stone and tells what's his name, the guy that gave him the stone, like he's an avid gambler. So, mm-hmm. you know, lean into that a little bit. That's right, because he buys a gun. Mm-hmm. Dude, Benicio Del Toro's character in this, like it's not a big part, but it's just so fucking cool, man. I like when he's really buying cool, a gun. Yeah. He pulls that shit out. Like, like you know, it just makes it look all cool. Like He does it like three times and he's like, what, what do, do you, you know? want for it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes, I don't want money. He goes, take it. So what, what? do you want for it? Like, it's just so fucking like cool, you, man. like you said, like characters, I would love to see a full movie. I would love to see a four finger movie. A Frankie Freddy, four fingers Frankie movie. Four movie. It was so, he was so good. Like that movie gambler I was telling about, <laughs> like he would have been so good in that role. Oh man. Oh yeah. 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 For sure. But like, it's just so cool in this movie. Like yeah, everything yeah, yeah. he does, man. Like. That's what I, I really started to appreciate Benicio Del Toro as an actor. Oh, 100%. So this dude could fucking act, man. Um, Not just writing scripts and directing. He's also really good at editing. Guy Ritchie, yeah. like the edits in this movie are so stylized and so cool. Because we were talking about Benicio and how they like show him clips of him gambling or whatever. I love Viva those little scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegas. He's sweating his shit. <laughs> Girls around money. him. <laughs> then there's no bitches around. He's just losing money. Like. <laughs> yeah, that's I think great. it's another reason it's like. Uh, the reason this movie works so well for me is it has like everything that I love, a tight script, good characters, um, stylized editing, just not a wasted scene, man. Yeah, like, I think so too. Like, like I, I was trying to think like, is there anything in this movie that you don't like? Cause I can't think of it. It's got fucking hard too. Like when they burn Mickey's fucking mom's trailer to you the feel ground. It, yeah. Dude, like, and Brad Pitt takes it to fucking school. He's covered in fucking dirt and yeah. mud. Like, he's really trying to get in there, dude. Like, it it pulls at you, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great fucking movie. Like I said, I can't, like, I can't talk good enough about it, man. Right. Um, I love uh, when it introduces Bricktop's character. He's talking to two guys. And uh, one of them is, like, kissing his ass. Right. And he's like... I ain't got time for kiss asses. So the dude that's take with your him, thumb out or take your tongue out of my ass. <laughs> pull your tongue out of my asshole, Gary. <laughs> so the guy that's with him, I guess they're supposed to be partners. <laughs> he tases him and then fucking they hit him in the back of the head and they put a bag over his head, like suffocate him. And like I said, it touches back to Jason Statham's fantastic fucking narration. 
because he's like, rumor is that his best methods are a taser, a stun gun, a bag, and a and a, a army of hungry pigs mm-hmm. or a pack of hungry pigs. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? That's good shit. Yeah. Like, and then the guy's like, you're a sneaky little fuck. Or something like that. And he goes, but I ain't got time for that shit either. And then they fucking kill him too. <laughs> and it's just like, damn. So it just lets you know off rip. Like, all right, well, this dude ain't fucking around. Uh, but like you said, man, it's just the whole movie is pieced together. So great. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like I said, other than Pulp Fiction, I can't think of another movie that is just all over the place with so many different moving parts, but it just works so well. The only movie... I can compare this to is Ocean's Eleven. I like that too. It's the same kind of feel. It has the comedy, but this is like a a heart, like a rated R version of that. Like, oh yeah, Ocean's Eleven is one of those ones. Like, you take the kids to see that. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of good and that kind of a big. But this is like, it's I don't know, man. It's so great and dirty. But like, if it wasn't R rated, I don't think it would be as good. Brad Pitt's in that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking love Ocean's Eleven, dude. Like, I love that movie so much. Ocean's Eleven, uh, I didn't like Twelve as much. I love Thirteen too because I felt like Thirteen kind of got back to where they were doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Twelve's that, horrible, but yeah, yeah, I haven't seen them. I only seen Eleven. Really? Yeah. But I liked how oh. they kept bringing back the 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 main Eleven, mm-hmm. and then they would just add somebody right, here right here and there, but. I, I even just, liked Ocean's 8 with the chicks. I thought oh, that did was you? good. Yeah, I thought that was good. I bought that not too long ago. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, this: that Ocean's Eleven is the only movie that I could think of that's like so similar to this movie. Oh, so we get, uh, so Brad Pitt dislocated Gorgeous George's jaw. Like, he's got him in headgear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fucked him up. And now... They're trying to figure out what to do. Like, we can't tell him we don't have a fighter we lost gorgeous george he's like what about the pikey why can't we make him fight he's like how the fuck do you find him because they move camp so much you know Mm -hmm. so eventually they track him down and you know they ask him it's so fucking funny because they go to the pikeys to get a caravan right and then tommy tommy has to point it out (laughs) you know it's funny we came to them to get a caravan and (laughs) Now we have to get them one because he doesn't want it. He, Brad Pitt's character won't do it for uh, for money. He wants to do it for a caravan for his mother. So now they have to buy him a caravan. It's it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's <laughs> so it, funny. With the double tight doors and, <laughs> and periwinkle blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you catch any of that? <laughs> right. Well, uh, I'm sure we can handle most of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes, he goes to do it. Fuck it. I did a fight for free because <laughs> they played this game, which is really like a shitty way to gamble. They bet on the dog. They release a rabbit and then they let the dog go. Another brilliant editing mm. because the guys try to rob the book, rob the bookie, but no bets. So there's no money. They get locked in the bookie, but yeah. they end up getting out. But Tyrone is caught on the camera. So they're trying to figure out who these guys are. And they're like, fucking Tyrone, fat motherfucker. You fat bastard. So as they're going to get Tyrone, the dog is chasing this rabbit and they're interspliced with each other. And it's so brilliant. It's good like music too. Good music. <laughs> and it's so funny. These dogs dogs are going after the rabbit. These 
you know, hitmen are going after Tyrone. It was just really funny. And it's another great part of the scene is uh, Turkish and Tommy have these nice shoes on. So they put newspapers around them to mm-hmm. walk out because uh, Tommy brings flowers to Brad Pitt's mother, you know, to be like, because they're looking for him to fight, you know? Yeah. And it's great because they have him fight three times and he fucks him every single time. <laughs> they keep going back to him. It is great. Uh, because you can't trust a pikey. <laughs> you really can't. That's the moral of the story, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, they helped him out of the end. Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't help. Well, they didn't help for himself. them. Yeah. It kind of worked out for them, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it really worked out for them. But right. Like, we'll get there. <clears throat> he, uh, the first fight, he's like, all right, you got to be careful because I mean, he's a, he looks like a big sloppy fuck, but he's a dirty sloppy fuck. So, mm-hmm. like, watch yourself. I love that he plays modest. He feels like, I don't know if I can take it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. And then he knocks him. He goes, he goes, whatever you do, don't knock him out before the fifth round. He's like, knock him out. I'm sure he doesn't fucking kill you before the fucking fourth or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 because he's supposed to go down in the fourth. <laughs> he fucking one punches his ass. <laughs> Just like he did Gordon George. Right. <sighs> and, uh... Brick top and put all this fucking money on him and had all of his friends put all this fucking money on him going down to the fourth round. <laughs> I love that part whenever the uh, fight's over and everyone's giving him a hard time. Like, you told me. Certain people is like, he was like. He respects. Hey, he's, he's like, like hey, hey, I'll make bad. it up to you. I'll make it up to you. But I love the one guy. He's a real piece of shit. You know. Thanks for the fucking tip, Brick Talk. Right. You stop me again, boy. I'll cut your fucking Jacobs off and then cuts his ass anyway. It's like, <laughs> Damn. It's good shit. Yeah, I love that. And then I love how everybody in his crew just smacks him on the fucking head yeah, and shit yeah, yeah. as they walk by like, bitch. <laughs> Bullet to Tony is another fantastic part. His introduction, he's like, you want to call Tony? He goes, he loves dad because uh, he got shot. And he made two of the bullets and the golds mm-hmm. for his teeth, which is even more badass. Right. <laughs> he got shot seven times. Fuck, seven times? You died! Tony, I shoot you, you die. <laughs> it's a pulling out a fucking katana. You fucked up now, son. <laughs> he's slamming this dude's head into a fucking car door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so aggressive with it. He like you're kind of scared of this guy. His phone is ringing. Up, Bonjour. <laughs> 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 He's great. So they go to interrogate somebody, puts the dude's head in the fucking window. Mm-hmm. Brush your shit. You brush your teeth with shit, with dog shit, mallet. It's got him running. He goes, are we going to take him with us? And he's like, nah. He rolls <laughs> the window down. The dude falls. He gave, he gave him a good run. He did. It's yeah. about two blocks, <laughs> I'd say. Uh, it's effective. It is. Not very civil, but it's effective. Not subtle. <laughs> yeah. But effective. And I love how Abby's got his big old motherfucker from New York with him, too. Right. Rosebud. And uh, he thinks he's a badass, but Tony's a real badass. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes, well, stick him. He's like, I got a blade. He pulls out this big fucking sword. <laughs> what are you going to do? Put that away. It's a proper blade back there. <laughs> he goes, how do you want me to kill him? He goes, you want me to stab him? He goes, that's a little much. He's a little cold hearted. He goes, you want to kill him, right? <laughs> 
It is great because they got Boris in the back. And Boris is one tough motherfucker, dude. Like, that bitch takes a beating through this fucking movie. He really does, yeah. Uh, Even at the end, like. Oh, dude. He so, won't die. <laughs> that, that scene is so fucking funny to me. <laughs> it's the best scene of the whole fucking movie, dude, is when they're in the bar. Yeah. That is so fucking good. So, it's a great, it's one of the best scenes of the movie leading up to it, too, is uh, Tommy and Turkish are having a fucking random but yet brilliant conversation about milk and digestive because Turkish loves fucking milk. Yeah. He's like chugging milk through this whole fucking movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's telling him that like, let me do you a favor. And like the basis of it is like, Turkish is like, it's like, my fuck me, Tommy. What have you been reading? <laughs> and, and he takes the milk and chunks it out the window. Well, it fucking hits Tony in them's car. Mm -hmm. And it causes them to fucking wreck. They got Boris in the trunk. And then Boris gets out of the fucking car. <laughs> and then Vinny and them fucking hit him. <laughs> <laughs> hit him with the fucking car. I love how Guy Ritchie sets up these dominoes yeah. and then just the way he knocks them down Dude, like to intersect all these characters. It's so good. So they take him and uh, that's what uh, Tony and they were like calling for help or whatever. Mm. Um, Rosebud died in the car crash because he ended up getting stuck with his own sword civil war sword is what it looked like <laughs> like a musketeer sword he's like you want to take him with us in what part <laughs> so uh abby's in there like washing up with the diamond and now they decide to go rob him with these fake guns right they replicas replicas <laughs> he goes that is fucking hilarious. He's like, they don't shoot real bullets, but I got extra loud bullets. He's like, what, to deafen them to death? <laughs> so he shoots the motherfucker off in the car and it blows, blows all, out the all the windows. <laughs> well, you wanted to know if they worked. <laughs> so they go in to rob Bullet Tooth Tony. Yeah, he's sitting there having a beer. And uh, he looks at the bartender, you know, it's a good He's scene. ducked down behind the bar, yeah. Goes and sits down, dusts himself off, has a great speech about, like, you and your balls just wanted to come for a good old talk because you thought you smelled some pussy. Right. <laughs> and then he goes, and the fact that yours says replica on the side of your gun and mine says Desert Eagle point five. <laughs> now your balls are shrinking. <laughs> to nothingness. Yeah. And he turns around, and they've already fucking booked it, dude. So then they see Ivy in the hallway. <laughs> and they're like, give us the briefcase. He's like, fuck you. Well, then at that time, Boris, I guess they weren't far from Boris's house. Mm -hmm. He went got a big-ass AK, and it comes down there all fucked up, bleeding and shit, because he got hit by a car. <laughs> right, right. He's just mad. He's been tortured for a good little bit. And fucking you know? Tommy's going to, like, talk, like, give him a fucking... Oh, you yeah, sold me yeah. a piece of shit gun. Grabs and he just him right grabs by him the by ball. the balls. <laughs> That's the way you tell him, Tommy. <laughs> I want to work with that sneaky fucking Russian. <laughs> well, let's go before the Germans get here. That shit is so good. <laughs> Give me the briefcase. Fuck you too. 
Dennis Farina's great in this movie. He is so great. You know why they call him Frankie fucking Four Fingers, Doug? Because he makes bad, stupid bets with dangerous people. And when he can't pay, they give him the job. <laughs> uh. But yeah, it gets to that part. Um, he comes in and the two robbers are on one side of him and then so-and-so comes in the other side of him. Mm. <laughs> like you said, give me the briefcases. Fuck you. So, <laughs> pull up your socks. And uh, fucking gold tooth just starts shooting the wall. Yeah, it's good shit. Mm. He hits everybody. Well, he hits Boris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other two, they run with the briefcase. Right. But he keeps shooting Boris. And Boris just keeps... <laughs> Fuck's sake, Boris. Don't take the piss. Fuck you. <laughs> Shoot him a couple more times. Not yet. <laughs> that shit was so much funnier than I remember it being. He's a son of a bitch. He has to like really aim. Like yeah, he's yeah. aiming for his fucking head. Because <laughs> it's a 50 caliber. Like you're thinking like, holy shit. This dude is one tough motherfucker. Dude. Yeah, Boris like, is not going down without a fight. And then he goes to shoot Tony, but he wasted all his bu- bullets on Tony. Uh, lucky bastard. Boris, yeah. It's fucking gold. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so then it goes back to uh, Vinny and Soul. And they're like, this first thing this time, and he's like, man, we could just take it and fucking leave, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, why are we got to give it back to this fucking guy? He's like, because they got Tyrone and, and Lincoln. In fucking trash bags. He's like, it's going right back to this fucking guy. What are you stupid? And the fucking dog <laughs> eats the fucking diamond. Well, what happens is uh, they finally go back to their place. And yeah, they, the dog eats the diamond out of their hands. And then he starts shooting randomly to shoot the dog. But he accidentally hits fucking Gold Tooth Tony and kills him. Oh, man. It sucks, <laughs> dude. I love Tony. And he was such a tough motherfucker. And he, he had was. taken so many bullets. And Avi, Avi just gets him with a fucking like, Rick, like ra- a random, random shot. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Tony. And then it shows Avi hitting a shot going right back to fucking America. <laughs> You have anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to fucking England. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like leaving my country, Doug. Especially not for a lot of lessons for sandy beaches and them little drinks with the umbrellas in them. We have sandy beaches. Who the fuck wants to see them, Doug? (laughs) (laughs) Dennis Farina's character is fucking good. So good. good. It's very good. How many times, how many people we got to go see before we get into this fucking place? (laughs) Evie, this isn't exactly legal you know you gotta take your time and he's like I don't give a fuck about procedures he goes I just want Frankie fucking four fingers <laughs> so yeah they finally do a final fight with uh, Brad Pitt's character and he's like listen you gotta go down to he's the like, fourth they're kill or they're gonna kill all, us bro. and everything Um, so the fight happens and he has to take all these punches and no then, he finally does go down no like, no no I'm saying yeah. like yeah he has to take all this hit these hits cause you know he doesn't want everyone to die well you think that he's finally playing ball like after they killed his mom they just broke him right like in like if you didn't value her life at least value your own bro mm-hmm. like cause they'll kill everybody right so on the fourth he goes down but he he's up. like his pride gets the better of him he stands up and knocks his dude out with one punch well you think like it's he, his uh, pride yeah 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 
but it turns out they have a just, plan. He's just betting on himself every time. Yeah. Like he's the one that puts that much money is like, you know, what round he's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Like the first two fights, he's like, yeah, I'm going to knock him out first fucking punch. And they're like, yeah, bitch, whatever. He's like, yeah, put all my money on it. Put everybody's money on it. So like they all, all the pikeys made a fortune with bookies and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody else did. <laughs> But anyways, uh, so yeah, Turkish and Tommy, and they're like, we're fucking dead. Right. So they're like trying to rush outside and uh, they see a limousine and they see Bricktop and them out there and they think they're about to get killed. He goes, we all just made this stupid fucking face. He goes, except the pikey. He goes, and what happened is, is Brad Pitt. You know, him and all of his people, they killed everybody. Everybody. <laughs> they killed all the people that Bricktop had waiting out by the camp. They mm-hmm. had all the people in the limo killed, and they're waiting in the limo. So when he's like, give me that fucking gun, he's like, I'll give it to you, bitch. And he's Two 12-gauge shotguns right in his away, face. away, dude. And uh, Brad Pitt just hops, into the, just hops into a van with his people, and they ride out. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually, that's how the movie, the last scene of the movie ends. Like, they're trying to uh, find, you know, Mickey. And uh, he's like, how are we going to, f- how are we going to have a fight for us if we can't find him? And then the cops out there asking questions. Right. Because a shitload of people got murdered. And he's like, oh, just taking our dog for the walk because the dog runs back to the camp every time yeah. well, the camp moved so the dog didn't know where to go yeah it's a call back to the beginning because uh Vinny when he first his dog, when, yeah. at, when he first gets the dog he's like tra- taking the collar off of him so he can get used to the shop and the dog runs away and later on he asks him what, what where did he go he's like he went back to the pikey's place <laughs> he goes he goes why do you think he did that <laughs> yeah because I don't care. <laughs> so, shit like that. so it plays back. It yeah. cycle circles back to the end of the movie. But it's, it's funny because like he's like uh, Jason Statham's like Turkish. He loves that fucking dog. He can't get it because the dog don't know who the fuck he is. Right. Come here, Daisy. Come here, Daisy girl. <laughs> Dog's a boy. <laughs> so then it cuts to them sitting in a doctor's office, like a veterinarian's office. And he's like, I told Tommy he could keep the dog. He's like, it didn't bother me. I said, the only way he's like, he had to get the damn squeak toy out. It was driving me insane. <laughs> but I also found a shoe, a 75 carat diamond in his stomach. <laughs> Crazy what you could find or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they take it back to the original fucking guy. Like, do you know anybody that would want to buy this? Does a shot. and He's going back to London. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always said, man, this movie is one of the primes that it's like, why did he ever not do a sequel to it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I know it wouldn't be this exact movie, obviously, but like, like I said, there's so many good characters you could have branched off with or maybe. But after seeing so many of these kind of movies of his, like, I don't want to see sequels. I just want to see these kind of ensembles put together because he's done it so many times now in Lockstock. Snatch. Well, rock I and feel, roll definitely up. feel like the gentleman could the be gentleman. a sequel. Like the, the, could, he's doing the sequel of Gentleman. Yeah. Okay, yeah. like because you could definitely or rock and real rock and roller man. Like that world, there's plenty in that world that you could build. Well, off rock of. and roller lost a bunch of money. Like people thought he was like falling off, so he couldn't get funding to do a sequel. Because I think he did want to do one to that. Dude, I, I mean, I think it's one of, out of all of his movies. I think it's one of the 
least liked probably, but I love it. I liked, I really enjoyed it when yeah. you made me watch it. I was like reserved, but after watching it, like I wanted to watch it today. I was like, I want to watch rock and roll now. Like, I really like that movie. Well, I think I said it when we did the gentleman, <laughs> I think that between this lock stock and rock and roller, those three together, the gentleman is just like the perfect, like he just mastered it. The, the gentleman, gentleman is like Guy Ritchie polished. Yeah. Like it's him at his like tip got, top. Yeah. Like he's just like, he mastered that, yes. that, that filmmaker, like mm-hmm. that type of movie. Yeah. And I, I fucking, and they're like, man, you can't make a British gangster movie and put Matthew fucking McConaughey in the fucking lead and that should be good. And it's fucking fantastic. It's amazing. I like, love that movie. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, nostalgia and just like how great it is. This will always be my favorite guy, Richie movie. I was surprised at how well it still holds up. This came out in 2000. It is 2022 and it still feels so fresh. I, I was honestly like, I've never thought about it, but like, I don't feel like the budget would have been crazy. I feel like the, the salary, mm-hmm. but like all these people weren't who they are now. Well, so. Lockstock, they weren't sure. So he didn't have a lot of money to work with. That's why a lot of those people are his friends. Right. And they came back for Snatch when they gave him a lot of money to do a movie. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much it cost to make this or if it made its money back or what. Oh, yeah, it was a huge hit. Yeah. Huge hit. I, I thought this is the one. He was on the on. track to be like the next Quentin Tarantino. Um, but yeah, this, this will always be my favorite Guy Ritchie movie. But Gentleman is a close second. Yeah. Um, I give this movie a fucking 10 out of 10. I don't think I've ever given that rating on a movie. You need like a soundboard of like cheering and yeah, like- that's what I said. Like I don't think I ever have, and uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sorry for that. But yeah, that's it. Deserves the it's damn near tip. a perfect movie. Like mm-hmm. everything about it. I love this movie. It is one of the highest recommended yeah. movies. If it, you haven't seen it, you have to watch. I do, man. I really, do. I really, do. I can't tell people enough to go see this movie if they haven't seen it. And after rewatching it, like, I'm not mad that I bought the 4K. Like, I wasn't sure. I'm like, do I really want Snatch on 4K? Yes. It's because it. I yeah. will probably rewatch this more often because of how much I love it. Not only because of the deal you got on it, but like, yeah. It, it does. <laughs> so uh, it was the other day I was going to watch it after work, but I got tired. I got about a quarter of the way into the movie and I'm like, I'm too tired. I'll just watch this. Um the day before he comes up, comes over and does the podcast, but I was watching the 4k version and I was like, it looks really good, really good transfer. But early this morning, the wife was still sleeping. So I was watching it in my room on my computer and I had to watch like the voodoo streaming and it's a huge difference. Like it looks so good in 4k, so much better than the old transfer. So, well, I think that kind of adds to it. It's kind of a gritty movie. Yeah. And, but it does add to it, but I do like the new transfer. It looks really, really good. But yeah, I, if you haven't seen this movie, I mean, it's been out forever, so. Yeah, 20 years. Um, you could literally find it at any yard sale, which is insane, mm-hmm. like, how people could give this movie up, but, you know, whatever. Right. It's on them. Yeah. But I got a bunch of movies. I'm going to do a TikTok on it. I'll show you. Oh, I'll yeah. put it up on Instagram. Yeah, I got some hits, and then I got some more that you were probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 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 There were a couple that I was like, why'd he buy that? I'm not sure. But I have a huge stack. I, yeah, I do. I I've seen of, it. That's why I brought it up. I wanted to, I want to know what you got. So <laughs> I haven't really been buying movies. And then I went like on a movie buying binge. Dude, I've been, 
I wasn't, and then like I've been seeing all these people buy movies. Um, I just so buying movies. We keep talking about Jake Gyllenhaal, yep. and finally on our last episode, I'm like, I gotta buy it because I need it. I got Southpaw on Blu-ray. So fucking good. I know, and I'm excited to watch it. I just I haven't seen it in a while. Um, Snatch on 4K. Awesome. And then, have you ever have you seen this one? Heard about it? The Green Knight. Mm-hmm. So I've heard a lot of people praising the shit out of this movie. It's called The Green Knight. I haven't watched it, so I picked it up at a good price. I think it was like ten bucks for the Blu-ray. I was like, I'll give it a shot and watch Who's it. Who's in it? Um, Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, huh? David Lowry. He he. I'm pretty sure he's the one that did The Witch and uh, Lighthouse. And this is his like third film. So he's like one of the big up and coming directors. Everybody says that movie, The Lighthouse, is just fantastic. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. It I still looks need like to one watch of those it. movies you'd like. Oh, yeah. 100%. And then, <laughs> so I went to go watch Batman, and my ticket was for 11 o'clock. It was early in the morning, and I was like, the mall opens at 10, right? So I'll go like walk around the mall. For a little bit and then go see Batman. The mall does not open. It doesn't open till 11. But there was one store that was open. And it's uh, Resell America. So I was like walking around. Didn't really see anything. But then I, I remember they there yesterday. I remember they had all those movies. And I was like I'll just look at a bunch of fucking movies. By the way I forgot about this. They have. At least. 50 copies of gemini man yep did you see that yep holy fuck. and dragon ball super i almost bought it yeah yeah they had like 30 copies of the last what seven episodes i was like yeah i'm about to buy this yeah right but then i didn't but i've never seen so many copies of gemini in one place it was ridiculous they had harlem globetrotter jerseys i wanted one bro why didn't you get one it didn't fit me uh yeah but there, you have some stuff that don't fit you you just have them to have them nah I mean, not what they wanted for it. Yeah. That. That's the thing about that place is a lot of stuff is like. It's weird. Like you can get a super good deal on something, but then you can pay like ridiculous shit for it. Like, yeah. They had a uh, audio mixer that they got from a church mm-hmm. and they wanted $260, which seemed like a good deal, but you can buy it brand new for $270. Yeah. I was like, this is not much of a deal. Right. It's so weird, dude. Like, I've bought comics. Like, they had, like, when I first started going there, they mm-hmm. had, like, seven to eight, nine long boxes of comics. And, like, he's like, oh, I got hundreds of them in the back. Like, I'm like, dude, put them out. He's like, no, those are those are uh, Silver Age, Bronze Age comics. He's like, those are $20 comics. He's like, I'm not bringing those out here. I'm like, so why do you have them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you... Why are they in the back? I was like, so why'd you put these out? And he's like, oh, he's like, these I just have had laying around. He's like, I just want to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm like, so how much? He's like, they're a dollar piece. Dude, I've gotten easily fucking $25, $50 comics out of that place for a buck, dude. Brand new issue number ones, variants, like 125 ratios. I'm just like, what? But like, he doesn't know. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of a cock. So it's like, I don't (laughs) What am I going to tell you, but cause I, I was like, when I first started going there, I was like, you know what, man? Like, I'd love to give you some shine, you know? Like, and I was like, Hey, I do a movie podcast. So like we could 
help each other out. I could give you a shout out. Like maybe you could be a sponsor, you know? Right. And he just like shut that shit down immediately. He was like, Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm like, he's okay. like, he's like, I don't need anybody. I'm like, all right. Okay, cool. But, but the movies, I was, uh, it's a good deal on the movies though. Yeah. They're a dollar. Yeah. And I was like, I got time to kill. So I'll just look through all these movies, see if I can find anything. And, <clears throat> one thing led to another. I'm so happy that you that you caved and bought some cheap movies. Yeah, I did. I caved and bought. I wouldn't have paid more than a dollar for any of these. So. No, well, you, and that's why I say it. If you get them for a dollar or fifty cent, like you're not losing any money by getting them. Well, the first one that kind of like started it was this one. I saw it and I was like, I can't not buy this. See, I see that movie and I think like, I wonder if Greg likes that movie. I, it's Hackers. Yeah. I love this movie. I've almost thought about getting you that a couple and times. I, and I saw it and I was like, I can't not get Hackers for a dollar. I don't have it. Like, I don't know why I don't have it, but now I now I do. So I was like, but I'm not going to just buy hackers. Like if I can't find something else, I'll put it back. Right. So I started looking and I found this one, which, you know, you told me not to buy. So I love it, dude. The Michael Sarah, um, Youth and Revolt. It was a dollar. So I was like, good I'll check it out. Did you say you didn't like it? I did like it. Oh, you did? I, I said you said I didn't think you would like it. That's why I never picked it for you to watch. Uh, probably. So I was like, a dollar's worth checking out. And then, um, yeah, yeah, I own that movie. When you sent me that picture, I was like, I own that movie. I think I have that and eight millimeter snake eyes with uh, Nicholas Cage. I don't have it. I've never seen it. We should have known that that was the decline. It started right there. Like I was like, ish. Seen a Nick Cage move that I don't have. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna. I wanted to bring that up. It's so great that you did because I just watched the trailer for it, dude. We got to go see that Nick Cage movie when it comes out. Yes, hundred percent. Oh, was it uh, highly talented or whatever yeah, or something yeah. like that? Like we have to go see that. This, this, this is this supposed to be me? It's highly grotesque. I'll give you twenty thousand dollars for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally on that. Into it's that. great that he's like poking fun at himself now, and it looks so fucking outrageous. Like only a new Nick Cage movie could be, but he's actually got some A-listers in it with him, mm-hmm. so it might not be complete shit. I like, love that he's like on this come up. Maybe it'll bring him back. Maybe he could get national. Maybe we get National Treasure three now. Like you know, like maybe we. <laughs> I can heard get it's a good in talks. Movie. Yeah, maybe we can get a good movie now. You know. <laughs> um. Have you ever seen this one? Thank you for smoking. Yes, I have. Yeah, I bought this back on my Walmart buying days. I don't know what happened. I think I traded it for something, but I remember liking it. And you know, I'm like, why don't I have this still? So I remember when we got Evolution, man. That ruined a lot of my collection because I was trading shit left and right to get different shit. Yeah, like, movie movie stop was mine. I would take like handful of movies that I didn't really watch anymore, and I think this one was on the chopping block. But I'm like. I remember, I remember really liking this movie, so... Uh, Aaron Eckhart's a, great in it. For a dollar, fuck it, you know? It'd be good to just have and rewatch. Um, this one's still in the package. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll get this, definitely get this. Have you seen Contact? I don't think so. So it is Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey. The reason I bought this movie... Well, for one, it's still in the package. It's in a snap case. This was the first DVD I ever owned. Was contact. My mother bought me a DVD player and a TV for my birthday one year and one DVD and it was contact. This was when DVD players were like very, very new. I'm assuming it's aliens. Yes. Okay. It's a fucking weird alien movie. 
But I remember watching. It's the only move, only DVD I had, so I would watch it obsessively because I'm like new technology. Right. But I was too young. I was 12 years old, so I was too young to buy new God, movies. You know what mine was? What? Scary movie, dude. Oh, that was that's the, good, but it's terrible. <laughs> like now, I can't even watch that shit anymore. Like, so I haven't seen that since I was like 12. So I was like, ooh, fucking nostalgia. Yeah, that's it's awesome gonna, that it's, it's still sealed, bro. Right. I wish um, I would have known that, man. I would have bought that bitch for you. I literally was just there yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So that was five movies. I have one movie left. Yeah. When I was at the checkout, she only charged me $5. And I was thinking, I'm like, I don't think she charged me for that movie. This one. (laughs) It's it's a burned movie that was there. And it says David Bowie, 19, or no, David Bowie Heroes. I don't know what it is. It's going to be some like fucking snuff film, like some fucking David Bowie heroes, 1977. I'm like, I don't know is what that 77 it is. or 97, a 77. Oh, okay. It's probably and it's like a, a it's a burnt movie. It's somebody that somebody burnt this on their computer. And I was like, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to get it just to be curious. He's for willing a, to take it off the shelf. Just let him have it for a dollar. I will see what it's about and yeah i don't think she charged me for it so i think it's a concert well worst case scenario if it sucks you could throw it out and uh you could use it for like another movie right use the case for it (laughs) because i have movies that don't have cases so that was my little my little haul i got one more movie and it's your next movie uh do you want to know what it is he pulls it from behind the screen i love it (laughs) Oh, man, I have not seen this movie in forever, dude. I love this movie. So I was sitting there watching Snatch, and I was like, uh, I try to, like, compliment the movies you give me with something. Right. And I was, like, kind of like, I don't know what to pair up with Snatch. And then finally it popped into my head. I just watched this recently, like, in the past, like, year maybe. Right. In Bruges. This movie is so fucking funny. It had my side hurting. I remember that this is one I actually liked Colin Farrell in. Yes, he's hilarious in this movie. So I was like, we're going to do In Bruges because I want to talk about it and I want to rewatch it because I love this movie. I don't know if I own it or not. Mm. Is it streaming on something? I don't think so. No, it's hard to come by. Is I know it? it's not. I looked for it. I uh, I rented it just to see it and I loved it. So I bought it for like, how much was it? It was like five dollars for a Blu-ray. Really, it was pretty cheap. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Did you? Uh... <clears throat> yeah, I gotta see if I own it. If not, I'm sure I can find it. You can just borrow that. Oh well, I didn't know if that was like <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, like if it, you had the digital copy, if there was one. Yeah, I didn't know. Mm, I don't think so, but I think I can do a disc to digital on Voodoo, like I usually do. You do that with all of them? Some of them. Damn. It's easier, instead of going through my movie collect physical collection, I just pull up Voodoo, and I just look for the movie that I want to watch. But if it's like 4K or like a special edition, I'll put in the disc, but usually I just kind of stream it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I um, add all my movies to digital. I see. I always go physical. Yeah. I think I think because I get a lot of my movies from yard sales and flea markets and shit, I think all the digitals are gone. Yeah, probably. By that point, I think that's why they're out there. 
like especially like newer movies mm -hmm. i always think like yeah they definitely got the code off this bitch and then <laughs> one dude i bought literally a bunch of marvel blu-rays for like three bucks four bucks a piece something mm -hmm. like that i got like 10 of them it was a bunch of them i was missing and i was like why are you selling these so cheap and he's like i just wanted the digital codes off them <laughs> like damn dude you got some it people, like that some like, people sell the digital codes because this show was like 25 bucks like damn like I'm saying like new Blu-rays are like 20, 25 bucks. You know? I mean, it's kind of smart if you think about it, because if you buy it digitally, it's still like 15, $20. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and buy the physical copy, get the dig digital and then resell it for that amount. And you get most of your money back. That's smart. I didn't think about it. Like that. Yeah. A lot of guys do that with uh new movies. They'll buy the one that has the digital. They'll keep the physical and they'll post online. Like, 15 bucks for the digital copy. I haven't gone yard sailing like that in a while. I hit one the other day and that's, I got some movies. Mm -hmm. I haven't put them out yet, but I got some movies at it. I wanted to get more cause there was some stuff that like, I didn't see very often like older movies on yeah. DVD, but, uh, they were fucked. They were scratched up. Or just yeah. Like, that hackers one is, has some like scuff. So I'm like worried it's not going to work, but yeah, that's a big thing. Like, especially with like games and stuff. I always have to check the disc. Oh, definitely games. Cause it's just kids. Yeah. And like a lot of this shit, I mean, who knows if I'm the fifth, 10th, 20th owner mm -hmm. of it. So next week in Bruges. Yep. Until then. Later y'all. <laughs> Later. <laughs>